Random Nomads, episode 209. Knowing how to make the difference between offering your services or your products for free, making a discount or not, can be challenging, especially when just starting out in business. So in this episode, I will help you evaluate how to make the difference between free versus paid value that you're providing and where to draw the line to say no and also how to say no. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emer Teregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate that you take the time to join us for this really important topic. I'm indeed very, very passionate about helping entrepreneurs, global nomads, and especially women, as I know that so many of you are listening are amazing, talented women who sometimes struggle to make that difference between serving people because you want to help versus making sure to be paid your real value. I am truly passionate about this topic and this is why I wanted to bring this episode to you today. So a lot of the things I will share with you here will be also inspired by a lot of the marketing strategies that I teach to my clients because I really believe that when you have a really good marketing strategy it actually can help you make that difference between what is free and what is paid in your business. So today I will not go into details to the marketing strategies because it's not the topic of today. However, if you do not have a clear marketing strategy in your business, I highly recommend you to download my workbook that's called The Three System to Create Revenue and Impact and Build the Foundations of a Successful Portable Business. Go to tandemnomads.com slash 209 and you will find this workbook that will take you step by step through exercises, through the foundations. Uh, the three C's system that I've created to grow my own portable business, but also support my clients to build and grow their own portable business. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 209 if you do not have a clear marketing strategy to grow your portable business. But where I want to start with the topic of paid versus free is that it will be very, very difficult for you in general to know when to say yes to somebody and when to say no to somebody, but also be very clear when you say no, if you are not clear yourself of where to draw that line. You need to be clear and convinced about uh, where you can say yes and where you can say no so that it actually becomes easy. And I can tell you by experience that the more clear you are, the less uh, you will have people who reach out to you expecting from you to provide certain things for free. So by simply just acknowledging some of the things we'll cover today, it will transpire in the way you show up in your business and in your marketing strategy so that you attract real clients and people who are ready to pay for what you provide. So that's also the reasoning behind this episode for you today. So in order to go through this episode, I'm going to divide it into two parts. The first one is about understanding what is that difference between paid and free. 
And then the second part will be about how to actually say no. Because I know that sometimes that part can be very delegate, especially if there's somebody we care about, we want to help. How are we going to say no to them when we are clear about that difference between what we want to do for free versus what we don't want to do for free? So how to evaluate that dilemma? The first element is the stage of your business. In fact, I do think that when we are just starting out in business, sometimes it is worth giving our value, our services or product for free to help our audience and our potential clients see the value. But also we might be so early on that we might need some experience to be able to practice and understand how things work in the market. So definitely providing your services for free in this game can be very, very helpful. Actually, I will link into the show notes of this episode one inspiring interview that I did with a guest that indeed shared how providing her service for free and through internships has helped her to build her business. And at the time she was already in, she was just in the early stages. I've been following her journey. And if you follow her on social media, you will see she has even been on TV and, and managed to really grow her exposure by just having that mentality of learning, 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 and doing things for free at the beginning. So I'm not against it completely, but I want you to do it smart. So when you are really early, early in business, it is probably a time for you to might be considering offering your product or services for free, but also maybe even testing them in exchange in a very small amount of money. But when you do that, here are the two important guidance I want you to have when you do that. The first one is to be very clear about your goals and what you are looking to gain from providing this product or service for free or from helping somebody or a company for free. You really want to sit down and write down on a piece of paper, if you do this for free, what will you expect in exchange? This is really, really important. Set your goals and then go back to that opportunity that you have where you might be asked to do something for free and verify if this opportunity will actually help you to achieve these goals. And don't hesitate to actually reach out to this company. Let's say, for example, you want to volunteer or do an internship in a company. And the reason you want to do it is because you um, think that you will gain the skills that you need to be able to kick off your business or gain some market intelligence or uh, some kind of specific skills or experience. Or maybe you want to have in your resume the name of this company that you worked for. So if it's this the case, you want to make sure, even if you volunteer intern or your intern, that, for example, at the end of this experience, you will have a letter of certification or recommendation that you actually worked on this company. Or let's say you are volunteering, but you are want to actually volunteer to be able to get some experience with, let's say, bookkeeping. If you want to do that, that you need to make sure that the tasks that you will be given will be about bookkeeping. So really be smart about the time and energy and dedication that you give to other people and other companies when you provide for free your services, your value, your experience. 
make sure that you are clear about your goals and then make sure that you are confirming the expectations that you are having. Also, don't hesitate to set the expectations with your counterparts. You can tell them very clearly, I'm willing to do this for free, but this is what I'm expecting in exchange. Also, make sure that you put on a time bound, put it Put a deadline to, for example, let's say you're offering, you're volunteering for free. You can say, I'm going to do this for free for three months, but starting from the fourth month, I expect a payment of this if you're happy with my services. So that's also another way to do it. If, for example, the person who wants to pay you knows that you're just starting out, but isn't sure that you're the right fit. So maybe that could help feel comfortable to give you a chance. But then as soon as you've proven your value, then you request to be paid. All right. So this is the first thing to consider is what business stage you are and if this uh, opportunity to provide your product or service for free is actually fitting with the goals that you have in the stage of your business. Obviously, the more you grow, the more uh, you have experience, the less people would expect from you to do something for free, right? However, we'll see later, even when you're more experienced, there might be opportunities for you to actually provide your product or service for free in a smart way. But I want to give you also another example that is not necessarily related to the stage of your business, but to the strategy of your business. Let's say, for example, you are offered to speak for free or you're asked to speak at an event for free. And here, I want you to consider the goals of your business, but also your strategy and your business model. Speaking engagements are actually one of the most common things that people are asked to do for free nowadays. So how do you evaluate that? The first thing that you want to ask yourself is, is speaking engagements part of my business model? Is it one of those revenue streams that you've decided that you want to develop in your business? If speaking engagement is a revenue stream for you, then you need to be very, very careful and very smart with the way you provide your services if you decide to do it for free. I would not recommend to systematically do it for free, especially if it's part of your business model. However, maybe speaking engagement is not part of your business model, but then it could be an amazing marketing strategy for you to get exposure. So if you think that speaking engagement will get you exposure to ideal clients, then in this case, speaking engagement for free, speaking for free for this platform might be an amazing opportunity for you. So here, even then, if it it is important that you, again, set up the expectations. So if you are asked to speak for free, make sure that you are speaking in front of your ideal clients. If not, then you can maybe ask to be paid. This is actually something that I do. If I know that I'm being asked to speak in front of an audience that's not necessarily my ideal audience, then I will request a payment. Or if I'm asked to actually tailor the speech or the keynote or the presentation or the workshop to the specific needs of this audience, even if it's my ideal audience, then I might still charge for it. So you can see here, I will, which leads me to the second area where you could start evaluating what's free versus what's paid.
which is defining your marketing and your content strategy. So let me pause here before I go into this. That is very much related to speaking engagement. First of all, as I said, I won't be able to go into the marketing aspect, but I do think that your marketing strategy can really, really help you define that difference between what you do for free versus what you don't do for free. So again, make sure to check out the workbook of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 209. But also in this page, tandemnomads.com slash 209, I will link to an episode that's called how to create free content that will allow you to grow your client base. So check that episode as well, because I do think that providing free content can be an amazing way to grow your business, even if it's not paid. So how do you make the difference between what you provide for free as a content and what you get paid for? And speaking engagement is a type of content. A podcast episode is a type of content. Writing for a magazine as a guest um a uh, contributor is also a content. So these are different examples of content that you provide as well as your blog, etc. So here is the key difference. And if you want to know more about this, check out the episode on the show notes of this episode. That's number 95. I dive deep into what makes the difference between free content and paid content. But it really is simple and boils down to this. The why and the what of what you do is what you provide for free versus the how and the level of personalization is what you get paid for. For example, I had a episode, this one, number 95, that was about uh, how to create content that helps you grow your business. So in this content, I give a lot of value and I try to give as much value as I can. But basically in this content that's free, I'm focusing on explaining why it's important to create consistent content and what does it mean to create consistent content? What is it consistent content? And then if people want to know more and want to know how to do that, then they can reach out to me so that I can either uh, give them my online course or, or work with them on coaching sessions to help them build their free content. It's the same, for example, with the workbook that you have for this episode. I'm going to open the behind the scenes here. I'm sharing with you what do you need to do to build a successful marketing strategy. I'm also giving you my full system from A to Z. I'm transparently sharing it with you. And I'm even giving you some exercises of the how. So I'm giving you a taste of the how. But then if you want to go deep into the how, it would be very difficult to do it through just an online workbook. If you're interested more, then you will you can join the online course where I show you step by step through video tutorials how to create this online content and your marketing strategy. So I hope this little summary helps you to understand. So if in your case, I invite you to sit down and think about why is what you do important for the clients and what does the client need to understand to be able to be ready to invest in what you provide. And then Explain them what do they need to do to be able to fix their challenge, their problem, and their and reach their goals. What is it that they have to do? For example, 
if you want to grow a successful portable business, you need to create a successful and a solid marketing strategies and that and how and what you do what is that marketing strategy it is based on the 3c system and i explain what is the 3c system in the workbook so think about in your case how would you make the difference between the why the what and the how and the more personalized and the more depth you provide through your free content the more you should charge for it obviously so if you are clear about what is the difference between free and what is the paid parts of your business, then it will be less difficult for you to make that difference. That's basically the biggest message I want to share with you. And your marketing strategy, again, can really help you do that. Um, make it very easy for you to make that distinction. Also, I want you to pay very close attention to the requests you're getting sometimes to do things for free. Don't underestimate. It's actually amazing that you might be be asked to do certain things for free. And that is a source of information sometimes can, that can be very, very valuable for you. For example, I have a document in my folders where I keep track of all the questions I receive from my podcast listeners and my newsletter subscribers about specific tips. How do you do that? How do you do that? So I list all those questions because that is giving me so much information of the type of content I can create to serve my audience that answers their questions and doesn't require me to have to give personalized answer every single time. So if you have frequent, frequent requests and demands and questions from your audience and, and your network, keep track of it because this might be a gold mine of information for you to be able to create systems and a strategy that will help you convert all these people into into customers so keep track of what you're asking what you're being asked to do for free and then look at how can you create a type of content or system in your business so that you don't have to personalize those frequent questions and still serve your audience uh, with that cut kind of content. Thanks to this system of keeping track of the questions I receive, I've really been able to answer so many emails without having to spend too much time on it by simply sending my audience to the resources that I've created, the free resources that are created. So this has allowed me to really serve my audience with as much value as I can and then follow up with them if they're ready to take action and go one step deeper. And that's where your paid services could come in. However, sometimes you can go a little deeper into the how and still provide it for free if you are making sure that it is converting into your business in a way or another. And pragmatically, in a case of a portable business, if you've been listening to Tandem Nomads and looking into the workbook that I offer you in this episode, you know that growing your email list is one of the biggest focus you need to be really, really focused on. It is your email list that will give you the potential of growth of your business. Your business growth is correlated to the size of your email list. So in order to grow your email list, it is important to give extra, extra value. So the more uh, value you give, 
through your free resources, the more you make sure that you actually make it a lead generation. So for example, with my workbook of today is a typical lead magnet or freebie where I'm giving a lot of the how and I'm giving a lot of exercises that I wouldn't give for free if it wasn't an exchange of an email address because it's so valuable that people who really want this are ready to download it in exchange of being part of my email list. So this is also the other way that you can get paid in exchange is by creating that relationship with your audience by getting their contact. All right, so I talked about how having a marketing strategy and a content strategy can really, really help you know the difference between the free and the paid. But now let's say that Let's talk about the actual product, for example, that you have or the actual service that you have that some of the people who you know want it for free. And this is something where I know it can be very difficult, for example, when you have friends. So that's another case when you have friends or family to know, okay, when do I provide this for free? When it's people I know. So it's really important that you're very clear about your boundaries. It can be so hard, I know, to say no to friends and, and family. So if you're not clear about your boundaries, it's very hard, it will be hard to say no to other people, especially if it's people you love and care about. So first of all, be clear about those boundaries of what you give free and what, what is paid. But also when it's about for example, friends and family, there's another way you can do it as well is by creating special friends and family prize. That's okay. I have nothing against it, but making sure that it's a procedure. It's a clear procedure and the same thing for anybody who's a friend or family. For example, if you have a let's say in e-commerce with selling some products, you could have a promo code that's specifically for friends and family. And this promo code gives the same discount to everybody who is a friend or a family. So mainstreaming this process of giving special prices is also a way to deal with that delicate situation sometimes because I know depending which culture we come from, this can be very, very difficult to say no to friends or family. But one way to deal with it is indeed to, uh, to kind of create a system where if you have regular requests of friends and family, say, okay, no problem. Here is my special prize for friends and family. There's also the case where you might actually want to do something for free. Let's say you are passionate about empowering women in business or in their career. Let's say more specifically, your business or your talent is about helping women and uh, career women to prepare for their job interviews. And you might be really passionate about helping women to be able to get their jobs. But that's also your business. That's what you're paid for. So how do you kind of make that difference when you really sometimes want to do something for free to help versus do it as a business? So if it is part of your mission statement, for example, to empower women and you want to support some women who can't afford it, then why don't you also here systematize this process of giving by free by saying, I will commit to do pro bono work for X number of women per year so that when you reach that quota after that, you know that you have to say no clearly because you have a clear um, index, you have a clear parameter 
to define when you say no, when you say yes. So defining if it's important for you to help people for free, then it's okay. It's amazing. I think that's wonderful. Just put in some uh, boundaries, but also put in some metrics to help you make that decision. And that idea of an X number of pro bono work, for example, per year is a way you could consider it. All right, so I've shared with you all the different ways you can really, really be clear about when do you say yes and when do you say no for free versus paid work. As I said before, you cannot be very effective at saying no to others if you are not clear when to make that difference. So once you've made that difference for you, you've identified your goals, you've identified the difference between what's paid and what's free, and then you've identified ways to actually say yes, but still have boundaries in certain cases, then you can start training in saying no. But by the way, when you do that already, you will see, you will have less requests to do things for free when this is uh, set and um, when you have set all these boundaries. It's just natural, you will see. It will transpire in your behavior. It will transpire in the way you show up in your business. You will get already less requests for free things when you're clear about these things. But let's say you still get some requests. How do you say no to people who ask you to do something for free? So the first thing is, as I said before, is getting your priorities straight. That is really, really important. So for you to be able to say no with conviction, here is what I want you to ask yourself. So take a pen and paper. I'm going to pause here. Take a pen and paper and write this sentence. When I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? When I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? And here you will list all the things that you will not be able to do because you're committing time on other things that are outside of your priority. Or you're committing a budget and resources for things that are not necessary in your business and actually might actually make you lose money and time and resources in your business. So do that exercise whenever you're asked to do something for free, sit down, look at the goals if it's aligned, but ultimately ask yourself, if I'm going to say yes to this, what am I going to say no to? Also, I want to help you here answer to this objection that's often being told is, why don't you do this for free? It just takes you a couple of minutes. Oh, this one is a doozy for me because there's the thing. The free stuff, it's not always about the time and resources you spend on something. It's about the expertise and the years of experience you have. So if you give away your expertise all the time for free, well, you are actually already diminishing the value of your expertise. And I'm going to give you a great example, a conversation I had with my husband once. We had a problem with our washing machine and the problemer came and he literally came for 10 minutes. He came for 10 minutes and charged about $200. And it was like, what? He just charged $200 for 10 minutes. And we had a great conversation, my husband and I, when we were talking about how we didn't pay him 
$200 for those 10 minutes. We paid him $200 for his 20 years of experience of fixing a plumbing issue that we can fix on our own. So at the end of the day, when we put this into perspective, it's whole difference when we say I'm paying $200 for a plumber to fix a problem versus I paid him for 10 minutes. So it's really important that if you're giving this objection of saying, hey, it's just going to take you five minutes, you can respond. It took me 20 years, 15 years. It took me a diploma, whatever it took you to be able to do this in five minutes. So that's really important mindset shift that I invite you to have with this argument of, oh, it's not going to take you much time. So this is the second thing about how to say no. And then the third thing is inspired by a great post that I read from Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt is an influential consultant in the field of communication, marketing and business. And I will uh, link to his uh, blog um, post where he wrote about how to say no effectively without feeling bad when you need to say no. And I love, love his method. It's basically based on three steps. Whenever you request, you are requested to do something for free or to give not even just for free when you're requested to even do something that you don't have the time to do. Here is a template that I love. It's yes, no, yes. So what do I mean by that? Or what does Michael Hyatt means by that? So remember this three part response. The first one is yes. Let's say somebody requests from you to speak for free at an event or do a free book review. I'm actually going to use the example of Michael Hyatt where somebody reach out, reach, reaches out, sorry, reaches out to him to make a free book review. Reading a book and making a review can take a lot of time for a busy person. So here his first answer is yes. Yes, by not saying yes to the service, but saying yes, this is amazing news. Congratulations for your book. This is fantastic. And then comes the second part, which is no. The answer is, unfortunately, due to my other commitment, I'm no longer able for review proposals. And I love this. And this is what Michael Hyatt says. Don't give a dirty no. Give a clear no. Don't say maybe later, maybe another day. I'm too busy for now or I'm overbooked right now. Say I will no longer be able to do it. So this is very important to give a clear and clean no. And once you've given your no, then you can maybe offer other options for this person. So even if you say no to that request, you can still continue to provide value. For example, by sending to your blog app, your blog post, your free content. Remember when we talked about the value of having free content, this is how you can say no by saying, I can't spend time doing this, but I can share with you some great resources I have where you can learn how to do it on your own. So um, a, a great typical example is speaking engagement. Let's say you've been asked to speak for an event that you can't participate to or don't want to, but you might know somebody who is a perfect fit to speak. So your third part, which is the yes, could be no, I can't do it, but I have somebody who might be the perfect fit. So you can see here how you can turn no into yes and great value, not only to the person who is requesting from you something, but also you could help even serve other people of your network through this method. 
So remember this method and this template. Yes, congratulations. No, I won't be able to do this. Yes, I have somebody for you or I have a free resource for you. And if you want to learn more about this method, check out the resources that I put into the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 209. And there you will find the link of this blog post from Michael Hyatt, as well as all the other resources I mentioned in this episode. All right. So I hope that this episode will help you say no when you should be paid and know when to give a yes and give your value for free in a strategic way. Let me know in the comments of this episode if this was helpful for you. Also, you can join me on Tandem Nomads uh, Instagram account. I would love to hear your feedback. That's also a great place where you can follow me and where you can get an ex exchange together. I would love to hear your feedback and know what are the situations where you are asked to do things for free. But here is my final message to you. None of these tips can help if you don't truly, truly believe in the value of what you do. So it's very easy to give our power for free and to give our value for free if we don't realize the importance of what we have and how valuable it is, so valuable that people are actually ready to pay for it. So make sure to own your power, make sure to really believe in yourself. And if you struggle to do that, get the help you need to be able to really see the value of what you provide. Building confidence around your value, it is so, so key for you to be able to make that distinction between when to say yes, when to say no, and not undersell yourself and not sell yourself for cheap when actually what you have it is so valuable that it should be paid for. Nomad Nation, I can't wait to hear your feedback in about this episode and see how this was helpful for you. I'd love to hear, as I said, what are the different cases where you've been asked to give something for free and what did you do about it? You can contact me on Instagram, as I said, or simply email me on connect at tandemnomads.com. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. It means the world to me that you take the time to spend this moment together. Thank you. See you in the next episode and stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.